Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Trading in 2016. I'm financial journalist Caroline Stephen. Ever wondered what a billionaire's day looks like? Well, in today's episode, we find out with FX gun trader Pete Armstrong. Pete turned $20,000 into $2.2 million in only 12 weeks was lying in a hospital bed suffering a spinal injury. His focus and passion for the markets led him to trading FX for a billionaire. This interview will blow the lids off your financial thermostats as we find out how billionaires approach life, how they structure their day like an army regiment, and their mindset that makes them reach their targets. We also hear how Pete learned to master the markets and his advice to traders. But first up, we hear from Louise Bedford in Mind Power on getting out of your comfort zone and learning to embrace risk. Learn to embrace risk. Risk and uncertainty are the new norm, so you might as well get comfortable with them. Traders do take on greater than normal risks. Most people would rather sit on the couch and stagnate, but you, you've chosen a road that will make you uncomfortable. Sure, you're going to find it exciting, but you're also going to find it uncomfortable. But rather than saying that you're uncomfortable, you'll come up with excuses. You'll say things like, oh, my spouse doesn't want me to be a trader, or sure, I've got this opportunity to learn from a trader who knows exactly how to milk the markets for money, but I can't afford their course. Or, this is just too big for me. Or, this course looks great. Maybe I'll do it next year. And you put off your success yet again. You say you want a terrific trading business and you want it badly. However, you find yourself picking and choosing the little pieces around the fringe that mean that you can still stay in your comfort zone. I'm here to tell you, that if you don't move on this and learn how to become an exceptional trader, you are going to be missing out on the best opportunity of your life because the best opportunities in life will always require you to grow. It'll require you to grow whether it's emotionally or financially or both because you're only ever going to grow when you're being stretched or when you are choosing to stretch yourself. I know it's uncomfortable, but I want you to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It becomes a way of life. 
Get this trading thing under your belt. Get it out of the way. Learn all about it and you are going to feel so good. So now is not the time to give up. Pete Armstrong is a professional Forex trader of 10 years. He has learned every trading lesson the hard way. But consistency, the power of compounding, as well as his love of the markets have been key to his enormous success. In this interview, he shares with us his wisdom and advice on the markets, as well as his time whilst trading for a billionaire. Pete Armstrong, hello and welcome back to Talking Trading. Well, thank you, Caroline, for having me. You have a fascinating story to tell, Pete. Tell us, how did you start your journey as a trader? Well, I was introduced to the markets with my father at the age of 12. He was a hobbyist trader and and trying to get his way around the markets. And as a kid, always looking over his shoulder, I took some interest uh, back then. However, I would say that it wasn't until 2005 until I decided that trading was something that I wanted to make my career, I wanted to get really serious about it. What made you want to aspire to becoming a full-time trader? Well, actually, I was drawn in by the interest of figuring out how all the markets worked. And then uh, I guess that's the engineer in me. I'm a qualified engineer. So I always want to know how things operate. And on the back of that, I was hoping that I'd be able to profit from it. I was really drawn in, obviously, as everybody is, by the freedom that trading can provide and the unlimited uh, income and possibilities that that, uh, come from trading. Now, you have another connection to Louise Bedford. Let's go back to 2005. How did you get started trading? Yes, well, actually, uh, my father has a, a library of books on trading from when he was a hobbyist, and in there... He did have a book on the secrets to candlestick charting, which is Louise's book, and he handed that to me when I said that I wanted to get serious. And uh, you could really say that that's what kick-started my trading career and my whole trading journey. I I started with that book, and still today I recommend that everybody uh, start off with reading that book. It's, It's written really well. And I remember when we all had dinner, Louise, Chris, yourself, me, my partner, you mentioned that as the first thing you said. That's how you knew Louise. Exactly. And I couldn't believe that I actually got to meet Louise and the way that it all came about because back then uh, she was someone that I really looked up to and and knew that she was a genuine successful trader that knew what she was talking about. So the fact that uh, I got to meet the person that started my career was quite uh, a cool thing. So Peter, have you taken any courses in trading or are you totally self-taught? No, I actually did. I spent $5,000 back in 2005 to pay a professional full-time trader who once was trading in the pits in Sydney and uh, since the pits are no longer, as we know, (laughs) everything's gone electronic. He's uh, since moved into electronic trading and moved into Forex. So I paid to get his advice and to spend some time with him to really find out uh, how professional uh, operates. And I think that was the key. Um, I, I actually went to somebody who is walking the walk and not just talking the talk. Was the course stocks or options? It was actually on Forex. really drawn towards Forex, hence why I, uh, I contacted him, because of its uh, high liquidity and uh, the nature of the markets. Now, you learned a very important lesson very early on with him, didn't you? Yes, I did, actually. Uh, the, my nature is I, I learn all the lessons the hard way. <laughs> 
I'm sure a lot of people can relate. But when I first started out, he did mention to me the importance of understanding the the economic news in the forex market, and I, I, I'm sure that I listened. But obviously, the first week it was the non-farm payrolls, and on the Friday. And he did drum into me not to uh, forget about it and to probably stay out of the markets as it can be wild throughout this period. Well, nonetheless, it was my first week trading. I was uh, actually up. I'd made a fair bit of profit and I was quite excited and I wanted to finish off the week and I had some orders in the market and I didn't put my stop losses in. That's rule number one, as we all know. And rule number two was to keep keep on top of the news. Well, the non-farm payrolls came out and we had some really wild swings in the market and I blew up my first account. It was $30,000 and it was all gone. I felt like throwing up. I felt sick. Uh, it was a horrible introduction to the markets and it was all over in really less than an hour. And yeah, that was a hard lesson. Well done. I hope you haven't learned all your lessons like that. Well, it feels like I have. It feels like I've done every single lesson out there that is possible, I'm sure that at some point I have experienced it. But I don't think that that's a bad thing. It just means that my trading journey has had its fair shares of knocks, but you do learn from these lessons. And I'm sure everybody out there can relate all the hard times that come with trading, but but I can assure them that it is all worth it at the end of the day. Share with us your best trading result. Uh, well, actually, the best trading result came off the back of an unfortunate incident, actually. It was, I was riding my jet ski and I ended up breaking my back. And uh, this was only in 2013. And I required some minor spinal surgery. So I knew that I was going to be stuck in hospital and in traction and on my back. And I was told it was going to be between 12 and 16 weeks before I could uh, do anything. But obviously, been trading for a number of years and I I did think that I had enough skills and ability to make good returns. So I used this opportunity to really test myself since I had no interruptions, I had uh, nowhere to go and know of life's uh, life's little struggles to interrupt me. So I was really just focused on trading. So I funded an account with $20,000 and at the end of the 12 weeks, I'd turned that into uh, $2.2 So it was a, a quite a, an exciting and successful time for myself. But that was, that was trading uh, 18 hours a day in bed and I was lucky enough to have my meals brought to me and all those sorts of things. So it's not something that uh, I believe is realistic in uh, anyone's expectations. It was just a fantastic uh, time and, and being able to prove to myself that I had the the ability was more or less the important step that I had there. But in our friendship, I have learned that you are you have the capacity for that intense focus. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm a all or nothing sort of guy. And, and when I commit to something, I, I dive into it and give it my all. And I'd been doing that for such a long time with trading and taking all the hard knocks. And um, I'd had some successes up until 2013, of course, otherwise I still wouldn't be doing it. So my trading got better and better and the profits continued to increase, probably more on a realistic scale. It's just that I took that opportunity to really uh, provide some serious, intense focus to really see what I could do. What do you think the main reason for such an amazing result of 2.2 in 12 weeks was? It was um, consistency and the power of compounding. I really didn't do anything overly special besides um, being able to maintain the intense focus, but I I was very consistent in my trading, taking a lot of um, quick wins banking it and uh, the power of compounding is really what made the monetary rewards for me. 
I want to change tack now and I want to talk about your trading for other people. And you also trade for billionaires, don't you? Well, I have in the past, yes. I've, I've managed money uh, for for retail investors right through to, to billionaires. And it's a entirely different game. It's, it's one that uh, when you're trading with other people's money, the psychological aspects just ramp up to a whole new level. It's it's a fantastic experience. If anyone does become successful and they want to look at moving into that aspect of the market, I, I highly recommend it. But make sure that you're prepared for the psychological hurdles because when you're exposing uh, many millions of dollars per trade, uh, it can really play on your mind. So let's talk about trading for a billionaire because we're not talking about a millionaire. We're talking about a billionaire. Tell us about that experience. Well, that experience was one that was just introduced to me from another trader who, who was also trading for this person. Now, when you're moving into the billionaire role, they're, they're people with high intelligence and they expect high returns from uh, not just their staff, their people and, and also their investments. They usually have money that they expose to all different aspects of the market. They do diversify and this particular uh, person was looking for some currency exposure as the person that I was uh, introduced from, they were trading commodities for, for this gentleman and uh, and the family's wealth. So I just filled a, a niche into the overall picture. You do have key set performance indicators that they expect you to meet, providing that you're consistent. It's a, it's a great experience and, and they're actually uh, very loyal and very... Um, it's very helpful to your career to get to know these people and really understand how the wealthy think and how they operate, and it can uh, it can change your life. How do they think and operate? A lot different to the to the general public. They are very methodical, very precise, and, and in some ways they are very intense in the way that they approach all the different aspects of their life, and uh, they do they do it with such enthusiasm, and they they really go at everything with caution, but also they take risk when it is being, I guess you could say, calculated risk. And and then once they're committed, they're all in. Are they high on life? They are, absolutely. They are high on life and they they work hard, but they play hard and they, they really have a good time. They run their life like a an army regiment, I find. They, they're very structured and very methodical. So they do that, I think, is to be very efficient in, in, in how they run their day so they get the most out of it. They're up early, they're very active, they find time for the important things as well as exercise and, and keeping their mind healthy, but they also work hard and uh, they have a structure where they're, they're out to achieve as much as they can each day. So we were just going through a billionaire's day and you were saying up at 6am to the gym, back for a healthy meal cooked by the chef. Yeah, and then off to off to work, and their their day at work from is really regimented. They've got to achieve uh, as much as they can, and it's usually scheduled down to the hour, uh, with every hour jam packed, and um, and they make sure that uh, really they're they're moving forward and moving towards their goals every single day. How did it change you working in that environment? On a trading perspective, it changed me a lot. I, I learned a lot about myself, actually. Um, from trading uh, large sums of money, you really learn a lot about yourself uh, internally. And in terms of life experience uh, with getting to know uh, people of, of that stature, it changed me into, uh, inspired me as well to really 
what is possible and also to change my outlook on life. So uh, in, enjoy everything as much as you can and, uh, and take opportunity. They've got to where they've got because they've taken hold of every opportunity that's come along their way that has been a calculated risk that they thought could, could be a success. Having said all that, they're not successful in everything either, but they're still not afraid to give it a go. When you say they're not successful in everything, what do you mean by that? Well, a lot of billionaires, to get there, they've had to take on a lot of risks here and there over the years, and they've taken risks that have obviously paid off, but but not every single opportunity that's come their way has paid off. So they've had some failures in in certain business deals, certain uh, aspects of their life. It could have been a property, could have been a business or a business partner. Uh, There's a whole host of, of areas that can go wrong, but it's just a minor setback. On their uh, on their path, but usually once they get to the billionaire status, it's not about money anymore. It's about the game, and I learned oh, that's the, probably the biggest lesson that I learned about my trading. It's all about the game. It's not about the dollars. Let's talk about the psychology of trading because you are very experienced at it. What's it important? What's important for people to know about this? Well, psychology plays a very heavy role in your trading, and a lot of people don't understand, I find, that you really need to be self-aware at the highest level, probably more than any other career. You need to be aware of your strengths, your weaknesses, uh, and every aspect of your personality because it does come through in your trading, and you can adapt your personality to a particular trading style. And if you're someone who likes risk, well, then there's certain trading strategies that uh, suit yourself. If you're risk adverse, well, then there's other trading strategies that you, that you would more than likely have more success with. And a lot of people need to overcome with their trading self-sabotage, the fear of losing, greed, all of these things that I'm sure you've all heard of before. But I can assure you it is a, a real thing. It is something that you should pay attention to. And, and really respect because it, it will hands down change your trading once you get a, a grasp of uh, your emotions and and more than anything you just need to understand yourself and that way you can you can manage it throughout your trading you know that if you're making a rational decision on emotion or whether you're actually keeping a a calm head and evaluating the market uh, without any bias or, or any other agenda why do you think you're such a good trader Pete? Uh, really, I don't think that I'm a good trader because I've got anything special. It's just a lot of hard work, uh, determination, and uh, I love the markets. I love the markets. I've traded options professionally. I've traded stocks professionally, commodities, and uh, I just love the markets in general. So that love of the markets, I think, brings me back every day, and and I, and I love the game now. So so learning that lesson that it's a game mm. uh, has has changed my trading dramatically. What are you doing now with your career and profession? Well, right now I'm just trading my own money and, and trying to enjoy life. I've worked really hard all my life. Because you were in mining, weren't you, for some time? I was. Yeah, I was in mining. And as we all know, in Australia, we did go through a mining boom. So I was lucky enough to be a part of that and worked really hard throughout that period and taught myself uh, how to trade in parallel. So I knew that I had uh, trading to go to at some stage in my life. And now that the trading has become successful enough that I'm earning way more than I did as an engineer, and the mining boom is over. I've taken hold of that opportunity and I'm trading for myself and just writing a little blog about my experiences with trading. Pete, what is that blog? It's just petearmstrong.org and I'm just putting together some articles every now and then and I'm more than happy to, uh, to chat to any traders out there that want to understand you know, what the path is ahead of them or they want any tips. 
because honestly, I'm just uh, an average person who's just worked really hard, and I'm sure that all of you are going through the exact same struggles as what I've been through. Last three pieces of advice for traders. Don't give up. It's definitely worth it. And get to know the psychology, get to know yourself, and keep things simple. Uh, A lot of people complicate trading very heavily, and it's not something that I think really can uh, offer better returns the more complicated you make it. If you keep things simple, you're more than likely to stick with it, follow your rules, and actually be more consistent in execution. Pete, thank you very much for your time today. Thanks for having me. And that is all we have for you today, guys. Stay tuned next week to hear mentoree Mr. Stephen Warden on his trading journey. I'm Caroline Stephen, and on behalf of the team here, thanks for your company. We look forward to seeing you next week. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary, and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.